Hello, everyone, and welcome to Procaffeinators. I scared Angelica and Alexander, and that's because that's the theme for this podcast. Scary Halloween favorite movies. Wow, look at you. <laughs> what an introduction. My name's Alexandra. I'm Angelica. And I'm Amy, and, and I love Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> we are the Procapinators. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we are the Procapinators, so we encourage the coffee cultism. Yes. Uh, so why don't you grab yourself a nice hot or cold cup of whatever caffeinated beverage you prefer. Of brew. Of brew. Uh, whatever witch's brew you want, mm-hmm. uh, sit back, relax, and listen in. And if you feel like yelling at us as, as we keep talking, you know, have fun. Yell at us. Yeah. Throw tomatoes at us. <laughs> You're just messing up your device. Please don't throw tomatoes at us. <laughs> throw love at us. Yeah. We no. do like eating tomatoes. Tomatoes are yummy. Tomato sauce, spaghetti. So today's <laughs> subject... Like uh, Mama said, we are all related. Everything we talk about on this podcast is based off of our opinion. We're just having some fun and chatting about things that we find interesting. We also live by an airport, so if you hear something, go, view. A view. view. That's not how you sound. That sounds too pretty. Yeah, right? Okay, it doesn't even sound like that. So today's subject... Uh, like Mama stated previously, is Halloween and scary or horror films that we thoroughly enjoy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Halloween, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> best holiday ever. Ever. Thanksgiving is really my favorite, but it's a whole different emotion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like for fun, it's Halloween. For community and love and thankfulness it's thanksgiving yeah, yeah. christmas uh you know it's pretty fun. christmas is okay i love christmas christmas is fun just like Everyone's the morning nicer. of and then i'm like that's it i'm asleep now <laughs> there, there's cocoa there's cuddly stuff the earth smells different because it's finally cold Quote, i think the great cold. thing about any holiday is that it brings people together yeah, yeah. i think i think the best movie that describes my feelings is Nightmare Before Christmas because it's the best of both worlds, right? Yeah. Yeah. A Christmas slash Halloween mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, Christmas, I think, I think the movie shows that Christmas has a high, you know, like expectation. Yeah. Right? Because Jack goes through this whole journey trying to make Christmas happen mm-hmm. in Halloween Town. And he tries to do it his way, but maybe not everyone feels the same way, or maybe that's not what people expect for Christmas. Because when he goes to the kids, he ends up scaring them instead of bringing them joy. Mm-hmm. So that's, I think, what a lot of us feel like, right? Like, it's very relatable. I love Jack. He's super relatable because he always wants to, like, go and do something different and he you know because he lives the day-to-day and that's what Tim Burton's good at because he used to live in the suburbs so he's very used to playing on the day-to-day and going into this alternate universe type of thing and showing how it makes it different and does it really jive with the main character like are they able to go into this new reality or do do they reject it same thing with Edward Scissorhands right like yeah they show the mundane mm -hmm. boringness um he does it a lot with color scheme you know it's heavy it's heavy on color scheme Mm -hmm. like with Corpse Bride he has very monotone drone colors for the living because they are they are so predictable mm-hmm. and they are so stereotypical. And then when you get to when he, when um, she takes him down to the other side, you know, to yeah. death, uh, it's a party. It's colors. It's this. It's that. Everyone's having a good time, you know, uh-huh. um, but to show Sweeney like Todd, it was different, which I find funny. It's um, the I forgot her name, the, the one who bakes the pie. Yeah. She, 
has this fantasy scene where she's with Sweeney Todd Mm -hmm. and she's trying to say what life would be like if they were together and that is the most colorful part of the film obviously the blood is very colorful it's very sharp red and but that's the first time I think in a Tim Burton fantasy maybe I'm wrong but that it was brighter yeah um than the death but that's what in uh, industrial England, the 1800s, yeah. they dealt a lot with. They already dealt with death and decay because everything right. was kind of like. Well, not you have to also of. think of like in Edward Scissorhands, his mm-hmm. fantasy world was now this bright, beautiful mm-hmm. place, and then his actual home was very dark it's and true. dingy. You know, mm-hmm. so. So again, the the main character's reality is normally the dark, dingy one, mm-hmm. and then whatever new world they enter into is normally this bright, mm-hmm. intense place. It's like a, a very uh, intensive version of the hero's journey. You know, mm-hmm. like you go into the gate of the of magic through the magic gate, and then you come back, and that's the normal world. Yeah, it's funny. Tim Burton's cool. Yeah. I didn't watch that movie. (laughs) (laughs) Which one? (laughs) Any of those. She doesn't really... You don't really watch Tim Burton. It's not your... I I mean, I think he's extremely creative, and I love the animation and and the whole storyline in the sense of, you know, uh, there's a sense of uh, humanity in them. You know, there's that storyline of compassion and confusion and... And what you were kind of putting together, uh, you know, points of view mm-hmm. that, you know, you try your best to do things, even though that's not really what society accepts as the best, you mm-hmm. know. So I like that concept of the bits and pieces that I know about the story, but I've never watched the the full movie. Yeah. Um, with I have to say that with um, scary movies one that I really enjoy I didn't think it was that scary I just thought it was more interesting Mm -hmm. was uh Six Souls I don't know if you guys I know I I watched it by myself but I don't know if so it's about this girl um she's a psychiatrist and so is her father Mm -hmm. so she goes to visit her father because he asks for her help with this one patient and um he says that he has dissociative identity disorder. So he sees, he's showing her the different personalities when they come up and you kind of see them on and off. Uh And at first I'm like, oh, it's just like a psychological thriller kind of thing. Yeah. Um, And then all of a sudden she finds out, she finds like these different articles or papers or something of all these people that died Uh that are his personalities. Ah. And it turns out that, he was absorbing souls what? of people who died and he was connected to like some demon. Oh, I want to watch that. Yeah, no. It's watch. really good. I really like it. I think it was on Netflix. Um, but Six I love souls. that one because, yeah, I love that one just because it was psychology mixed with the paranormal Fear. side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Fear>. Because, <laughs> because remember, there was that woman who had 21 Sibyl. souls and so- yes, Sib- uh, personalities. Sibyl? Yeah. Yeah. So she had 20, so she had 21 personalities you know she was well Sybil is is a true based on supposedly based on a true story of someone who had uh multiple personalities and uh the book was is phenomenal in fact I still have it and then there's the movie which was originally played by Sally Fields which was crazy uh it's very disturbing Mm -hmm. not what about her personalities, but why she got her personalities, which yeah. was abuse from her mother. Mm-hmm. So when you take a look at that, obviously, but the very first movie about multiple personalities was The Three Faces of Eve, and that's a classic. Mm-hmm. That's a real classic, and that was a great movie too. So, yeah, I want to see that one that you yeah. just mentioned. That one, it's good. a fun one. I have to say, the paranormal activities. A lot of people love them, and there's a whole like following behind them. But mm. they made me fall asleep. I was... remember I was left alone to watch it while you were asleep because <laughs> yeah. uh-uh. we were watching it together. The paranormal. Mm. There's great movies like The Entity. There's Poltergeist. But mm-hmm. there's so many crazy things that happen according to the stories on set when people yeah. are filming that. So I kind of stay away from that because I am well, a remember, true believer of uh, calling in yeah. souls. What, was, what was the movie? I forget the film. It's an older one where they couldn't find 
good enough props and they got like real skeletons. Oh, I don't know. Mm, I don't know. I forget, There's the actress goes back to oh, that was crazy. archaeology. Um I don't know. Yeah, I, I forgot which movie it was. I don't know if it's a horror or if it was like an action movie or what, mm-hmm. but the guy used actual skulls or nice. actual skeletons or the whatever. Mummy? And the no no no. I don't know. No idea. Okay. <laughs> you know the, the funny I like I like scary movies that are very relatable Mm -hmm. so the ones like although the poltergeist and entity can Uh be Mm -hmm. uh the other ones you know they they're not that relatable meaning that it could actually happen to you right yeah so there's one that i i remember uh Tia Lina and used to watch it all the time. Because keep in mind, before there were a lot of reruns, yeah. <laughs> you know. So it's like, oh, this is on again. So around Halloween, it was, I know who you are and I saw what you did. The original. I think they did a remake. Like I know, I know what, what you, you did, did last summer? summer? No. What? It's I know who you are and I... I, I know, but I'm saying I'm saying the remake. Oh, I don't know. Might be that, something uh, like that. It could be, but it was a girl that was babysitting in the mm-hmm. house. Mm-hmm. And she gets a phone call, and she says, and it's black and white. It's Uh an old movie, and probably in the 70s or 80s. And a man in the phone says, I know who you are, and I I know what you did. So she's like, you know what? You know, so it's like that whole drama. And then she calls the police, and she says, you know, someone keeps on calling. And they go, he's inside the house. Ah! But, yeah, you showed us a movie that's similar. It could be a um, remake. Yeah, like The House Sitter or something. Yeah, they they made other ones. But that one, if we can find it, that would be fun because that one is so relatable. Well, the remake is Scream, isn't it? No, not really. I don't know. I mean, well, I Scream think... movies aren't that relatable either. I mean, your typical stuff. Not. You go into the house. It's like, don't open the basement door. <laughs> why would you Hello? do that? I mean, who does that? I mean, it's we don't have people. basements, so obviously it's yeah. not related. Okay. Not Floridians. Well, don't open too. your bedroom door if your house has been broken into. Why would you walk in? Period. And yeah. do, do people Wouldn't do you that? run out? I like um, the movie <laughs> with the. Is it the the brothers? Oh God, you're gonna kill me. Wayman brothers. Uh, oh, uh, the the. Oh man, the Wayne. Yeah, Wayne. Oh, Wayne's brother. He's one of the brothers, and I don't know who. He has this hysterical, scary movie. It's scary. It's about ghosts. Mm-hmm. And he's he's like, black people don't believe in ghosts kind mm-hmm. of thing. And the whole sketch of the whole movie is hysterical. But he kind of mocks the white people of, like, why, w- why would you open that door? Oh, yeah, the whole entire <laughs> so, yeah. time he's making well, fun of Well, they have that whole scary movie series, no? He did like a paranormal activity. Well, don't don't they produce the whole scary movie oh, franchise? Yeah, oh, they do. Oh, I didn't I didn't know that was there. Oh, take a look at that because that's awesome. Because the whole scary movie franchise is hilarious. Yeah, the mocking of I think scary that's what movies. got me into scary movies. Not even gonna lie, because then they were you know featuring all these very famous classic scary movies in mm-hmm. there, and they made it funny. So then when I went to go watch them, they weren't as scary because I was like, you're right, this is hilarious. Well, and a classic, obviously, is the one with um, Jamie Lee Curtis, which was Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. And that's going to go down forever as one of the top Halloween, you know, She's such a good actor. She's hysterical. She's amazing. I have to say that one of the most relatable ones in terms of, like, this could happen to anyone is the Conjuring series. Um, because The Conjuring, I know you haven't watched it because you didn't want to, (laughs) but it was, uh, The Conjuring series is about these, you know, quote unquote, real life events that have happened from paranormal investigators, uh, plus they exercise, uh, and they do have, these are real people that exist or existed, um, that they have a museum of all of the haunted objects that they have collected over time. Oh, wow. That's Um, crazy. But it shows, like, how they started or, like, where they first became world famous, how their lives were before. Uh, It, like, delves into all of those stories. And the most recent one they made was The Nun, which 
Perth. The Conjuring? The Conjuring series. Nuns scare me. Which the nun, in all honesty, we went to go watch it in the movie theater with our friends, you know, with Calypso Dan that and That was Steph my birthday movie. Yeah. So. In the good old days. <laughs> in the before times. In the before times. Before C. This was like 2018? So, 2018. Hey, 19. BC. Before COVID. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> we are living in 2020. Nine, 2019 was BC. Wow. This is DC during COVID. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> brain. Explo- big brain. Big brain. <laughs> Do you think there's like a message behind that? You know, 2020. Vision. Yes. And? What are we supposed to learn from Wasn't that this? crazy though that everyone is 2020 vision, 2020 vision. But, well, 2020 vision is, you know, why? You know, the 2020. Right. Yeah, I know. So everybody, but in 2020 this year, you guys have to admit that there's been something. Yeah, we're uh, gaining perspective. Right. But kind of uh, supernatural happening because there's a lot of things that we're we're having to open our eyes to in so many facets. It's Mm -hmm. kind of scary. Yes, 2020 has been scary. Isn't it weird, though? Okay, I'm going to I'm going to point this out. Now, everyone has been binging Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, Disney Plus, all these fun places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, everyone's been binging them. And I have to say that as we keep watching some of these things, some of the messages that they say that are like right before all of this happened are happening. Yeah. All this stuff that we're seeing now, it was already going on. But because we kind of stopped. We also have our dogs in here. (laughs) So 2020 has been a time that Angelica was saying is that you get time to relax, sit back, and kind of evaluate things in a more relaxed. What's going on around us? I mean, yeah, not not multitasking. Not necessarily saying relaxed because for a lot of people, obviously, it hasn't been a relaxed time. No, we haven't. No, but just that there's not as much noise going on. Like there's. When we go to day to day, you know, we're hopping from place to place. And now we're just, we're without all of the distractions, right? Right, right. We, we do have some of the stress. We have all this stuff that we have to worry about. But because we're glued, I think, to our TV, because we're able to have that mass empathy, you know, for everyone, because we're all kind of going through the same thing right now. We're all fighting COVID. We have the same enemy for the first time in a long time, we're the same focus. So we can all feel like we're on the same plane to an extent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's interesting because we take a look at all the movies that we like and all the movies that we're scared of and all the movies that we've talked about and all, all of them have something to do with what kind of we're going through. Yeah. Which is isolation, not, not wanting to have contact with someone. How many movies have we thought, like zombie movies? I feel like I'm li- yes. I feel like I'm living a real zombie movie. Like, oh my god, don't get close to yeah. them. You know, because they're not protecting themselves. They're not wearing a mask. If you're not wearing a mask, you're like a zombie. Uh-huh. You know, does that make sense? I was just watching Community the other day. They did a Halloween special, and uh, it was that um, they were having a Halloween party, and the dean got food, meat from a military. Uh, a military something like a like a discount store mm-hmm. and the one that he picked up it was warning and it had a um toxic symbol or whatever Ew. on it yeah and it turns out that it was like a testing meat that they oh, were making Lord. for zombies like they it turned people into zombies like your meatless meatballs <laughs> stop it those taste good and okay <laughs> And then the military was like, or the dean was like, oh, we have to go into a tiny little quarantine. I was like, I relate. I relate. <laughs> That's hysterical. Alexandra, you like uh, stuff with skeletons on them, obviously, based on her shirt. Yeah, that what are you is wearing? a skeleton drinking a cup of joe. Yeah, yeah it says black like my soul. Oh. <laughs> it's just about the coffee. There's a lot of um, good coffee scary movies. What? 
Yeah. People coffee. get murdered while they're drinking coffee or making coffee. Like they're in the kitchen oh, and they're sad. getting their coffee and they all have a kitchen window. You know what, what happens when you have a kitchen window? Murder. A murder. A murder. That's when, <sighs> what happens whenever you have any A murder kind of with murder. a hoodie. Oh, no. Oh, that's another good movie. <laughs> you and hoodies. <laughs> you know, the, um, and Joke and I watched it, Hush. That is such a good Is it a scary movie? It's a, yeah. it's a scary one, and it's about this woman who's a writer, and she's deaf. And um, oh, she no. lives, of course, right in the there, middle of the woods. That spells uh, trouble. Which is ridiculous. In the woods she and lives deaf? in the middle of the woods. And a writer? Yeah. So oh, no. she's there. <laughs> She's there. Um, oh, just so you know, we also have our dogs in here if you hear them. Hello. Um, but she, she's, I <laughs> know yeah, she's asleep. But she's in the, she's in the middle of her house, and mm. you know, she's having a fun time. And I think she's house sitting. Is like, that it's what it is? Not even her house. I think so. I don't this remember. We watched it like two years ago. <laughs> she just set herself to get killed. Yeah, and she, you know, she's about to get ready for the night. She was like, she was having a fun time. Yeah, she was working. She was in her PJs, I think. Yeah, and then there was this guy who was watching her through the window that she never saw. And as he's like going through the house, he, I guess he eventually realizes that she can't hear anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's it, just the psycho. And he's, you never see his face. Right? You do at At the the end. end, At the end. Um, But it's constantly covered by the, you know, those blank white masks. Um, And he's not, you can't hear him talk. They don't have him talking throughout it. Um, And in some parts, they have complete silence so you understand what she's feeling. Yeah. Oh my God. It's crazy. Like what, when he's moving around, you can't hear him. Yeah, with some of the some of the parts because of the she's movie. Deaf. Mm-hmm. Oh my lord! So you like experience what she's experiencing. We were talking about that um, in our class, our digital media class, mm-hmm. because we were talking about captioning in film. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting that we get to see a movie from a different perspective, where someone involved or the main character can't hear, because so many scary movies rely on different sounds like bumps in the night right right because it creates an atmosphere for everything that's going on mm-hmm. so but they it excludes want this those... whole audience right so it's cool that there's a, a movie that is inclusive of well there's another one like that the Which silence one? where literally i mean absolutely nothing you can't hear anything really? yeah is it that... modern mm-hmm it's crazy. I don't know. It's scary. It doesn't matter because when you guys are talking about that, all I say is it doesn't matter whether you hear or not. People in scary movies are stupid because <laughs> they turn around and they go, "Did you hear that? Let me go towards it. Did you see that?" But we let do me that. But we it. do that. Do we not do that in real life? We heard yeah. a noise and we're like, "Oh, nope. let's go check on it." Nope. You have to check on it. Nope. Why not? And send your father. <laughs> That's great. Oh, wow. The sacrifice. And who also doesn't always go check it. No. By the way. Well, no, he's the worst. He'll open the door. Oh, I hear a noise outside. Go open the door. He's gonna die first. Yeah, that's why mm-hmm. he goes first. Mm-hmm. You know, wow. go check it. <laughs> oh yeah, scare movies are awesome. I like the classics though, like you yes. know the the Tingler, the Fly, the. I'll start with the the blob. Hitchcock had the best ones. I mean, everything was really suspenseful and scary. They weren't they weren't a hundred percent Halloween labeled, but no, they're not. Yeah, but how great to watch them during Halloween. And we cannot forget the king of all kings, Vincent Price. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Vincent got, Price was the Wax Museum. Mm. Oh my God, hangs hand hands <laughs> hands down. My dream is the Wax Museum become a taxidermy museum, uh-uh. <laughs> and that's the new updated version of the movie. Well, that's yeah. exactly what it, I mean. Essentially, almost what it, what was. it was. But you guys know how Vincent Price started out. He started out uh, pretty much trying to be a lead in movies Mm -hmm. and eventually he wasn't getting jobs so he started taking jobs in horror and it had essentially saved his career because someone else starting out the same time as he did uh, with the same kind of look and feel they uh stopped doing film like they they 
or being hired. Whereas mm. he has been able, or he had been able to have this successful, steady career up until the 90s with Edward Scissorhands was his last oh, film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He was brilliant. And The vo- the Voice. Oh, cool. Well, that was his last physical film, but then later Tim Burton released a, a claymation that had his voice to it, remember? After oh, he I passed? thought it was about Vincent, but not it might, his voice. It might be about him, but uh-huh. I could have sworn his voice was was in it um and it might have been a project that they had been working on or something mm-hmm. but i remember it came out after he passed away and i was like oh my god it's been surprised yeah yeah <clears throat> orson wells also had a lot of great movies Anywho's so yes yeah, so vincent price orson wells those were the old good timers and then there was betty davis she did a lot oh, yeah. of great movies and whatever happened to baby jane so oh my god that movie was so amazing i think the black and whites don't you think black and whites bring more drama and fear to i mean you guys see both i mm-hmm. loved black and whites <clears throat> excuse me but i think black and whites brought a lot more um drama and fear i don't and the music behind it i think music's everything i think they have different vibes i i I do like it more for a scary film instead of like some other i mean you could say the same about romantic pieces Mm -hmm. and being black and white it's the whole atmosphere it's everything that goes into it but i feel like older film too is written more like a play more like theater, no, because okay. that's what we're used to. Do you think, Alexander, you do lighting and mm-hmm. all that? Mm-hmm. Do you think black and white and music and sound? And there were so many movies that were scary that were black and whites that you know we can they're 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 just timeless. Yeah, I feel like I feel like black and whites did a bit of a cleaner job with. Uh, thrillers and horror movies Mm -hmm. just because the writers back then really focused on the atmosphere of what was going on Mm -hmm. and so did the scenic designers it was very simple and it was very relatable a lot of the things that were Mm -hmm. happening within the films um similar to to baby jane like you know this these were two sisters Mm -hmm. actresses yeah um and th- this is definitely something that can 100% happen in the world. And, you know, it's just in the home, but it's very specific things that happen mm-hmm. that are showcased. And there's a lot of silence that happens yeah. and mostly atmospheric sound. So I think that's one of my favorite parts about watching, you know, the older films is just that they were so clean now there's like and the dialogue all the dialogue mattered everything Mm -hmm. that they said had a purpose yeah when you look at the newer kinds of uh horror movies and stuff there's some dialogue that it's like i didn't need i you don't need that yeah you don't need to say something here it would have been so much better if it was just quiet well you guys are more are hypersensitive to all those aspects because you are writing you know you're a writer you're Mm -hmm. you know and technical and Mm -hmm. and all that great stuff to me i look at it as messing with your mind yeah so Mm -hmm. if you have uh, any whether it's black and white or color but you have that music that comes up first and you go oh oh the first mm-hmm. thing you go is uh oh here comes the music and you're you're waiting and you're waiting and in old films you would wait and wait and then it was like oh hi honey and it was nothing yeah and it was like oh my god that just took me on trip but then you learn not to trust the yeah. the, the next scene yeah. because you're like are they going to mess with me again yeah. or is it really going to happen so i think that was when it came to old movies, you were always on that edge of not mm-hmm. knowing mm-hmm. where they were going to take you with the story. Mm-hmm. And when you walked out of the theater, you were like, oh, my God. Nothing terrible happened. Not like now that you know, mm-hmm. people get chopped up. Yeah. It was just nothing happened. Uh, there was a great movie, uh, Rebecca, mm-hmm. Alfred Hitchcock yes. as well. They did a remake. remake they but, just released it on Netflix. Yeah, my, your aunt saw it. She, she didn't know. No, she didn't I like it. I was going to tell her about it. Yeah, I told her that you were going to say that. But uh, with Rebecca, the whole time you're thinking, oh, the husband. It was the husband, you know, because this is where they were taking you. Mm-hmm. It's so good. And, it is so good. And then you went, oh, it's this person, and it's this person. And you kept on jumping, and then all of a sudden when you find out who it was, you're like, are you kidding we me? We did that with Gone Girl, too. Remember Gone Girl? No. (laughs) 
That reminds me of, okay, so I don't know why. I think it's the water scenes from Rebecca. But oh, yeah, the darkness. Yeah, Lighthouse. Yes. So in Lighthouse, you get, um, it's a newer movie. I haven't watched it all the way. Um, but it's it brings back those um, black and white vibes. Mm-hmm. And it plays with the colors and the lighting so that only d- uh, certain things are shown. And it's, you know, it's all part of the art. Of cinematography. Yes. You know, and it's beautiful what you can do with that and the emotions that you can pick up on people's faces. And I I don't know, it's just like to have a crazed person, someone who, I I think it's exactly what you're saying, Mama, like the mental instability of the situation Mm -hmm. is amplified with the black and white. I don't know why. And it's very personalized because you may take a look at the story and go, oh yeah, no, it didn't scare me. Mm -hmm. I'm fine with that which we worry about. And then, you know, <laughs> you go to another one and they're like, oh my God, I thought, and you're like, where'd you get that? And then you go to the other person uh-huh. and everyone was in their own little world in that hour and a half or, you know, mm-hmm. hour and f- 15 minutes of this film of their own little torturous mind uh-huh. and and ideas. And I think that is phenomenal that one movie can take each person in such a weird yeah. direction. Yeah. Which I, I love. I mean, anything I can scare people of or through and have, like, uh, fun with it, not hurting anybody. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, that's my type of movie. Like, uh, Psycho with the... Oh, yeah. So, everyone talks about the shower scene and how people swear they can see red with the blood in the shower scene. Mm-hmm. For me, that's not the scariest part of the movie. I don't know if it's because it's shown so much. Yeah. But the scariest part of the movie is when he's caught and when he's sitting in his jail or in the... in the um, Cell? I guess it's a cell, but I think it's a Holding interrogation scene? room. Oh, I think. Yeah. I might be wrong. I remember. And then there's a fly zooming around. And then it's his mother speaking through him saying i'm not gonna say a word i'm not gonna hurt anyone not i wouldn't even hurt a fly and then the fly lands on him and it's like the creepiest moment to me because she's still (laughs) in there and it you know it's still going on but he's going to i don't know it's that whole mental trip and it's amazing my scariest moment was every time someone came to get a key from him? Yes, because... You That's know. your scariest moment? Yeah, because not everybody got killed. Uh-huh. And it's going back to that, uh-oh, oh my God, oh my God, he's going to kill him. Oh, they're so nice, or this, or that, you know? Uh-huh. So it's that moment of expecta- expectation, constantly, mm-hmm. constantly. I feel like they tried to do that with Paranormal Activity. You know, the where it's like there's yeah. so much that's not happening, but it's such a buildup. I think, I, and then it only happens like a couple times. And you have to be careful with that. I guess you guys could correct me if I'm wrong, but if too many expectations, you're like, oh, forget it. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. Well, that's what it. That's what it was. That's what it felt like for. And I know a, a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people mm-hmm. love Paranormal Activity, and and you know, if you like those kinds of films, it's it's fine. It's just that like, for, for me, the whole setup of it. It just was so much set up for absolutely nothing to happen. Yeah, that's too I think much that the reason Paranormal Activity was big was because if you remember... Wasn't it right after the Blair Witch? Yes. Yeah. So it felt like Blair Witch, they had a lot of different um, social media, like as far as a website goes, and all this stuff to make it look very real. Mm-hmm. So there was always a mystery of like, did this really happen? Was this a thing that happened? Is this... A real mystery and so that was that was a huge part of it because i watched blair witch project and it's like okay whatever but if you look back at the time and everything surrounding it Mm -hmm. it was made to look like a real thing right then if you look at paranormal activity it might look like okay this is fake or whatever but they made it at a very low cost. They made it with cameras that anyone has access to. It's not like a big production. I feel like that was the beauty of it. Yeah, that's what made it famous. Like yeah. That's what made it popular, mm-hmm. I think, in film. That it was like, oh, uh, this could happen to anyone. Or this was a real event that happened. And if you look at the thing, it said, like, this happened. This was bad. Right, right. Da-da-da. We watched one, and I forget, I forget the name. It was it was a really good one. I liked it. Um 
and it was based ba- another based off a true story, and it mm-hmm. was that documentary style filming, mm-hmm. um, and it was a bunch of students who were going into this house, I think it was, for a paranormal thing. I wasn't sure if it was a paranormal thing. Um, and, oh, God, what was it? I don't remember, but they, you know, everyone got possessed. <laughs> but, you know, I don't like student mystery movies. But it wasn't like a student, <laughs> but it wasn't like that. <laughs> What's that about? It wasn't like a like student it. thing. It was, it was like they were doing an experiment in the house. There was uh, an experiment. Like it was a part of their college project. But mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. But so. it, when it comes to that age group, for some reason... The cheerleader gets uh, there, killed. But there the weren't those stereotypes. Oh, there weren't? No. Oh. It was like a true... These were researchers a going in there. Peers. Oh. Huh? A group of peers. A group of oh. peers. Oh, intellectual well, peers. Better. And, like, I don't know what else happened. I think, like, two of them escaped. We watched it a while There's ago. There's always two that escape. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, Thanks, Mama. Now, if you want to talk about ones that are extremely messed up, not just psychological, but just completely... You mean it? Wrong. I mean that. <laughs> There's that one. Yeah, I don't like that Alexandra one. Alexandra has issues with it. We're trying to figure it out. With Years of therapy. Trying to not... figure it out. What therapy? We're <laughs> <laughs> gone to therapy. Well, the yes. mystery. Why we, does Sandra no, hate we've it? been desensitizing clowns. you. We've been just putting clowns yeah. in front of you. Yeah. They've been doing. They've been doing uh, conditioning, <laughs> which uh, I did not approve of. Desensitization. I did not approve. That of. means that we introduce the object to you you react and then we show you i react negatively (laughs) we we then we laugh and then they laugh and then at you Mm -hmm. and then we move on and we try it again the next time just to see if we finally get three so there's this is why people hate me there's this there's this video game dead by daylight that's out and if you play it there's a clown murderer and I haven't gotten him yet, and I'm just like every time this I enter the game. Surprise! So I you, know. So you can choose to be a clown murderer. Yeah, but you have to like get to a certain no, level. No, the clown's gonna the turn clown. around oh. and become the murderer. Oh, but so I'm gonna try to grind in this game. So oh. <laughs> to grind in this game. grind meaning like play, 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 play. Yeah, because they have a kill oh. your friends version. Yes. Um, but anyways, not it. I don't like it. Um. It was Hereditary. It's an A24 film. Hereditary is so messed up. It is. It's good. But so good. It's good. And they do really well with how I was saying earlier, like, every line matters. Mm -hmm. Every line meant something. Every little thing that happened had a purpose. And And that's what was so beautiful. Yeah, and it doesn't hit any expectations like it, yeah. you have no idea what's gonna happen yeah because all of a sudden like there you know the light in the classroom that was flickering yeah. i was like I- aliens <laughs> <laughs> like i had no idea what was gonna happen next and jordan was in on the joke the entire time yeah. he's our like, friend jordan introduced us to that it was such a good movie and it was extremely messed up and there was a demon lord you know <laughs> spoiler alert all the, this what whole we this whole thing episode. is spoiler alerts <laughs> go watch old movies yeah. Old movies are the best so at just making you. you, giving you nightmares for weeks. I'll okay. also recommend Straight Jacket. What's that? What's that one? It's, I forget, uh, was Betty Davis the one who played the dark-haired sister? Or the blonde sister? The blonde. The blonde. By the way, if you like her in that, Betty Davis, she's in Streetcar Named Desire. Oh yeah, she's amazing. Amazing. Um, who's the other one? Joan Crawford? Yeah, Joan, Joan Crawford. Crawford. So, in that case... Shh. It's okay. Everyone and knows it's on Google. She's, <laughs> she's and crazy. So she is in Straight Jacket. And the movie is about uh, this mother who I think she had like an episode. Mm-hmm. So she came back home and she is excited to be with her daughter because mm-hmm. she's back after such a long time. And her daughter is doing great and she finds out she's engaged. And then people start dying around her. There's an axe murder. And turns out... It's Joan- her mother. <laughs> it's awesome. It reminds me of Mima a little bit because... <laughs> 
I'm sorry. Her grandmother. Because there's a chicken scene. So she cuts uh, off the chicken oh, head. And it reminds yeah. me of the story with Mima. How she, she did farm things. She lived in a farm. She was a real so. person. You know, like, who actually, like. She go pick up chickens for dinner, literally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She got her own food instead of us who go to a grocery yeah. store. Now, I will say, you know, we're talking about movies and films and stuff like that. But I really want to tell you guys about uh, a play that okay. we we love we all love it's called the phantom of the opera mm-hmm. okay now i don't know if you knew this but phantom of the opera was based off of a real story right. Ooh, tell us tell us yeah so phantom I of the opera that. you did i did phantom of the opera is a story if you don't know the musical um it's a musical that is about a a, a man who is disformed and he lives under the theater and he falls in love with this girl and takes her and you know bad things happen guys Mm -hmm. uh but the actual story was that the writer the playwright he was actually a journalist who studied these kinds of things so he studied uh strange happenings in theaters he he studied about kidnappings and you know that was what he did tell me more yeah, so in France, there was a man uh-huh. named Eric, and he was born disformed, very disfigured, uh-huh. uh, so his parents orphaned him, and uh-huh. he ended up in a circus because uh-huh. he had nowhere else to go, and he was seen as an attraction, so people mm-hmm. would go to see him, just like in the in the play, uh-huh. and um, eventually, as he grew older, he became a sort of architect- they, that's literally all they have about it. He was some sort of architect or contractor or something for theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, and the theater that he worked in specifically, he would wear a suit and cloak around. He dressed up very, very nice. Oh. He never covered his face, though. It's just like Cobra Kai, right? Cobra where, Kai. where they have Hawk, and Hawk has a scar on his face, so he... I don't think it's anything like Cobra Kai. Well, it's something to distract the He's eye. Hawk. Hawk's the one with the blue hair. The mohawk. Oh, 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 yes, yes, yes. Mohawk, hawk. Get yes. it? Anyways, Eric. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was totally left field. <laughs> no, it's to distract the... He dresses up really well, so people don't pay attention to his face. They pay attention to His the, appearance. Yeah. Well, now his face fits his appearance. Yeah. Yeah. So he, um, he would do that. Same mm-hmm. as the Phantom. That was the outfit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he never covered his face, uh, but he would, you know, hide from patrons and things like that. And, Mm -hmm. uh, he had his own specific box in the theater to watch the plays and Mm -hmm. the musicals that would happen because it was completely concealed from the rest of the theater. Wow. So it was like a hidden kind of box for himself that he made. Of course, because he's the architect. Right, exactly. Uh Um, and he... And he did actually fall in love with one of the lead singers. And kidnapped her. And he kidnapped her. <gasps> what? He this kidnapped really her. Happened? I yeah. want to read the real story. Yeah. He kidnapped her and she um, she was released and fled from France. And he fell into such a state of depression that he locked himself inside of his home, which was under the theater. Uh-huh. Um, he locked himself inside of his home and he wasn't discovered until a while later and the only identifiable part of him was the fact that he was wearing a gold ring that he always wore. That's how they identified Wait, him as Eric. Wait, how did he die? Starvation. He starved oh. himself to death out of depression. Sounds like identify Howard Hughes. Because of the ring? Because they didn't know what he looked like. No, he was mm. a skeleton. He was like decomposed. He was decomposing. Oh. He was so decomposed that they didn't. That's how long it took. Well, down I there. don't think people really check on on kidnappers <laughs> in Joker. But or, he wasn't. They didn't know he was the kidnapper, yeah, did they? Well, yes, she did. She fled. So uh-huh. she must have fled on him. Okay. Yeah. So she didn't fall in love with him like she oh, did. Yeah. yeah. Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> Good for her. Especially she if he wasn't good looking. That was not wow. a plus. Wow. <laughs> what? Have you he was a kidnapper. Man? Angelica. Angelica. Oh. He kidnapped a woman I against understand. her will. So I'm excuse sorry. us if we crack a joke no, about him. You're thinking about, and you're thinking still of the romanticized part. I am not. I don't. He is not Gerard really. Butler, okay? Listen, what about <laughs> Anthony Hawkins and Elephant Man? Okay. 
He's also deformed, and people. Did he kidnap and murder people? We're not talking about that. Did he, he, kidnap, and he, no. did he kidnap and murder people? No. Then he's not saying, Eric. Okay. That what we're just saying is that it, we're not making fun of anybody who's got a way to look. make it about that, but <laughs> we're making fun of the fact that he was an a awful psycho. person. Yeah, traumatized <laughs> and actually very spoiled because who gave him the right to say, you belong to me, come here, I want you. Right. It's true. So why would anybody do that? Mm-mm. So, you know, no I, always, when, I always, when they say things like, oh, he was crazy, really? Really? Because he picked her mm-hmm. and he thought that he could take her. So how crazy is okay he? Okay, because he loved her. Or is so it really much. just narcissism and self selfishness? Which yeah. of the two are they? You know. Right. So it becomes. That's one of the. Well, that's one of the crazy things you see with a lot of serial killers and a lot of kidnappers and you know all that jazz, mm-hmm. is that they're very spoiled. I mean, very spoiled. It's I want what I want. I need to get what I want. Well, the it principle you know mm-hmm. good old freud mm-hmm. so it's like uh you know they they're they get stuck in the it principle which is you know immediate gratification i wonder if she was the first she was the only one he are was you, in love with her are you sure yeah according to the story <laughs> if i didn't you know read what? upon I, it i think i then, think the, yeah i'm sure i think the real piece here is to do research on it because it must be interesting to find yeah. out yeah i read the on. article to about lighten it. it up have you guys seen you remember they made a disney movie about in the movie theater like the phantom ripoff no they had a movie theater and it was like the phantom of the opera but it was you know one of those disney movies disney 365 i don't know made for tv disney movie yeah Phantom of oh, the everybody Complex. Felt, everybody yeah. Phantom of the Movieplex. Um, yeah. There we go. That's it. That's it. But that they've taken that and that story, the Phantom of the Opera, and they have used so many, like in detective programs, that there's someone They've like mutilated who, it. I mean, they there's so many uh, copycats mm-hmm. of the Phantom of the Opera. But, you know, uh, in, in, in another way of thinking of it, it's not that far-fetched. Because what better way to hide yourself than in a... Theater. Theater, exactly. A dark place. And nobody notices the techies. Uh Yeah, Poor techies. Nobody cares. There's a section in the theater. You guys look alike. (laughs) We do. There's a section in the theater in Miniachi that wasn't touched for like two, three years under the theater. Mm -hmm. And then up on top, uh, there's... No one goes up except for like maybe once a year to inspect the the catwalk yeah yeah it's uh i've been to you're talking about under the orchestra right yeah yeah just cleaned it out yeah under the orchestra is so creepy they made me go down there to get a mic piece and i was like oh can someone come with me because it was it was cement so many people have access to that room it's not even Mm -hmm. funny like all all of the people that are like maintenance at nova Mm -hmm. every single one of them has access to that room and you always hear people because there's a not a common room um there's like a little little room for a bunch of the maintenance people that work there Mm -hmm. um and break room so that's the word Uh, And they're always, like, in there watching TV, whatever, laughing. So sometimes if you're there by yourself and you just, like, hear the TV, it freaks you out so bad because it (laughs) echoes so far down the hall. That's crazy. The joys of multi-purpose buildings. Yeah. Yeah. And and little rooms that Uh aren't supposed to be found. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. That's like I I keep on having a recurring dream about buying a big house. Mm -hmm. Uh And then there's, like... And I think that comes from me liking that, but you walk into one room and then all of a sudden there's like a doorway to this whole different side of the house that nobody knows about. Uh, That's so much fun. Secret passageway. (laughs) Yeah. And I I don't know why I love like, I don't know. I love that. Because you like sneaking around. (laughs) I like sneaking around. We should install a bunch of random doors in the house that literally just lead to nowhere. Oh, that's like fun. Like, you open them, and then it's just, like, brick, and it's like, why'd they brick it? We no. could just install a door and glue it to the wall, and it just <laughs> never opens. Yeah. Where's the key? <laughs> no one has the key. No one has the key, because it's I a like fake door. I like that room that nobody knew was there. Yeah. That's Well, fun. if we seal up this, we have a closet in here. If we seal this up, and then put something weird in it, 
seal it up with concrete and then do the little door, like you a just tiny put door. Old old dolls in there, then seal it. All up. of Bubby's dolls. Yeah. Sandra and I had an idea for if we ever got a house. Yeah. Of our own. Then we would have like our own suites. And then in the center, we would have like a <laughs> hidden room, and that would be like our game center. And you'd have to have like a passcode on the door yeah. to get into it so that people would like get really freaked out. And we'd have like a piece of duvet, you know, the duvet, mm-hmm. the black cloth, and you just in front of the door so yeah. that you can't see in it when you open the door. I that wrote that into fun. the show I'm writing. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. There was, a, there was a, a show I watched that had that. It was this guy who was a writer, and he invited this girl over to his apartment, and already it was like weird things were happening, and then he was going, and this was just about a, um, this was just about a publishing company, mm-hmm. um, but he was, he was walking towards this door in his house, and she's there, like, having a glass of wine. And then you hear, do, 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 do. And she looks over, and he goes into a room that's, like, locked, locked. Mm-hmm. And thank goodness it wasn't, like, a murder thing. It was just he had secret documents in there. But the whole time, I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to kill her. No, run. You're too pretty for this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, it, but, you know, people do that. People mm-hmm. have it. Especially in, like, uh, apartments with other roommates. I've seen Mm -hmm. people who put put a keypad on the door, and they're like, I don't like my roommates, so I put a keypad on my door. Yeah, that's fine. Well, I would do that, too, if I had a roommate. (laughs) Yeah. You have three. Yeah. Us. (laughs) That's true. That's true. I do. I should put a keypad on my door. (laughs) So so everyone should start with this, uh, what do you, it's a countdown of seven days or six days to Halloween. Oh, man, that's fast. So six days to Halloween. So it should be, um, you start with Vincent Price. You can also include Alfred Hitchcock. You can look up Betty Davis. Betty Davis eyes. And you can... Uh, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> she had Betty, Betty Davis eyes. Yes. And then you could also look at... Uh, I saw what you... Did and I know who you are, or I know who you are, and I saw what you did. I don't remember have to, right now. We'll have to ask Helena about it. Oh my god, we can probably. It's probably on Netflix. If it's on Netflix, we're definitely yes, watching it. Let's do it tonight. That is a scary movie. Yes, start with the black and whites. Start with the classics because you'll see all the ideas that these new people have are from there. And watch alone. <laughs> and watch it. Alone. Oh my gosh, that's level three business right there. <laughs> watch it alone in the dark. Oh, yes. I watched Exorcist alone in my room, and I swear I saw my sheets moving. Be careful if you watch alone, folks. Watch it alone. Yeah, watch alone. Watch alone. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are horrible. Yeah, we suck. <laughs> Watch alone. Watch alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I had fun this episode. I hope you guys had fun this episode, too. You might have um, finished your drink by now. Congratulations. You are officially caffeinated. Yes. And it, ready to get spooked. Yes. <laughs> And if you have any stories that you would like us to say on the podcast, you could go to www.theprocaffeinators.com. Scroll on down to the Smiley Face Coffee Cup and write your suggestion in there. Thank you so much, you beautiful creature, for sticking with us to the end of the episode. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. My name is Alexandra. I'm Angelica. I'm Amy. And we're the Procaffeinators. Happy Halloween. Watch it have friends with you. <laughs> Stay safe. Alone. Alone, alone. You don't know what's in the dark. <laughs> don't look behind you. Oh my gosh. <laughs>